0: In this episode, we'll discuss the key reasons people buy life insurance. Today's life insurance plays an important role in the development of a comprehensive financial plan. I often get asked if I could simply explain, one, the financial risk, the risk that people face that life insurance protects against, and secondly, how much protection a person should buy. So in this episode, I'll try to provide simple answers to these questions. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this episode, we'll discuss the key reasons people buy life insurance. And uh, I think you'll find all the reasons very interesting, but they differ significantly from household to household. So let's begin. Today's life insurance plays an important role in the development of a comprehensive financial plan. I often get asked if I could simply explain one the financial risk, the risk that people face that life insurance protects against, and secondly, how much protection a person should buy. So in this episode, I'll try to provide simple answers to these questions. When you look at it overall, life insurance should be one of the building blocks of your personal financial safety net, something that I stress. When properly structured, it delivers cash, on a guaranteed basis, and that's so important, cash on a guaranteed basis in the future when it's needed to help pay the costs of unexpected life events, such as death, disability, chronic illness, or even a long-term care event. So today's life insurance can cover a number of different financial risks if the policy is set up properly. Now, to determine the risks and the amount of protection that you need, you must carefully review your life situation. And we'll talk about that. You need to look at your assets and your liabilities, who's dependent upon you for financial support. Some people might not have anyone that they need to financially support, but there are other financial actions that they would like to take, or someone with children, for instance, would like to take to benefit others Should they pass away before accumulating the assets necessary to make these bequests? So what you do is by identifying and estimating the amount of each of the key financial risks you face or the charitable actions that you want to take upon your death, you add those all up and you subtract from those the the assets that you own that can be converted to cash to pay for these bequests that you like to make. And when you look at it, the difference is how much life insurance protection you need. And in my view, this is best done by working with a professional licensed insurance agent. You need to work with them to sit down and really take a look at your needs, the assets you have that you can convert to cash and the net amount of coverage that you're looking for. Now, after you determine what protection you need, one of the key things that happens is you've got budget constraints, and in many cases, you can't buy the amount of life insurance, full amount you need, because you can't pay for it. Now, I think that's key. Remember, life insurance is a medium to long-term financial commitment. You, you really have to continue to pay the premiums. This is Life insurance is not a product that you buy, and I keep it for the next six months, and then I, I don't pay for it anymore, so I just let it lapse or go away that's not what you want to do so if, if you're in a situation where your budget's so tight and you're gonna let this policy go in a few months if any stress hits your household then you probably you ought to have less coverage than what you're planned now there are a number of risks that you need to protect against and let me just give you I'll give you a top-down a, a, top a 50,000 foot view of the kind of risk you're protecting against and first off you've got to Burial costs, what are going to be the, your estimated cost of burial or cremation? Now, your financial professional can work with you to give you estimates on those so that, first off, that's something you need to cover. Secondly, some amount of money for final expense costs. And what final expense costs are? They are, for instance, medical deductibles related to illness or coinsurance amounts. Some amount of money that pays those last bills that you accumulate prior to uh, prior to your death. Thirdly, living cost replacement, which is also referred to by a lot of people as income replacement. Your dependents need that cash you bring in every week, biweekly, or monthly in your paycheck to maintain their standard of living to pay all the ca- costs of the household. How much living costs are you looking to replace with the life insurance coverage you buy? Are you looking to give them coverage up until the time they go to college? Or are you Are you looking to provide enough coverage, say maybe five years worth of expenses so that the family could deal with your loss or deal with the loss of you or your partner and then regroup and then have some time then to readjust lifestyle and move at some period of time? Now, that's a difficult area to discuss and you need to discuss it with your partner and make sure you're properly provided for your children and other dependents that you have. Now, another area that you might need to fund is your share of the expected retirement savings for your partner or spouse. Maybe the two of you in constructing your retirement plan, you or that person was counting on you putting in so much per year for the next 10 or 15 years so that they could retire. Well, if you're not here, you're not going to be able to do it. So the proceeds from a life insurance policy could help you pay for that. The next item would be having an amount of life insurance coverage put aside to pay for your unpaid debts. And these would include your mortgage or your share of the mortgage, car loans that you have, co-signed student loans, and any installment obligations that you have. Next item should be looked at is the remaining unpaid cost or expected contribution that you intend to make to the college or trade education of your dependents. How much are you gonna give each child? 15,000 a year for four years of school? What are you going to do there? You need to plan to have some bucket of money, or if you're gonna let them be on their own, that's okay, but you need to plan for that, and everyone, the family needs to know that's what you've done. Another situation that pops up that prompts coverage, and I see this more and more, are special situations And that's where people have a child, say a special needs child, who might have a physical or cognitive impairment, and what they look to do with their life insurance coverage is to provide enough money for those individuals to help them once they reach their older years to subsidize them so they can support themselves. Another thing you might have, or another risk you might have in your family that's a special situation, is if you're caring for an elderly family member, and if you're not there, they don't have any resources to pay for 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 their care, you might want to set aside a bucket of money that's going to be there so that that would pay for the care for those elderly parents. Another more practical situation is having enough life insurance coverage to cover a business ownership transfer. Transfer Maybe you and a partner have built a nice little business. If one partner dies, that their family was probably wanna be bought out of the business. So having what is called a buy-sell arrangement in place and then life insurance coverage to fund it is very important. And then lastly, one of the areas you might wanna do And might want to use life insurance protection for, is to create an estate or a donation that you'd like to make. Create an estate for your your children, dependents, or create a donation. Have enough money that passes at the time of your death that it might go to your church, your college, or university, or other charitable causes that you believe in. So those are all areas that you need to sit down, think about and try to really make sure you've got proper amounts of protection in place. Now, you can do your own research about how much coverage you need, and you'll see if you go onto the internet, there are various online tools, calculators, and rules of thumb. An example would be a rule of thumb that many will, you'll see if you go onto the internet, eight to 12 times your gross income is what you should have in coverage. Now, all of these rules of thumb, they are shortcuts. To determine the coverage needed. And what I believe is that you need to sit down and look at your situation, what dependents you have, what charitable desires you have, what other requirements your household might have. Again, special needs, caretaking for elderly individuals. You need to sit down and take the time to look at your situation in more detail and to see firsthand what your protection needs are. Now, once you've determined what your protection needs are, you'll compare those needs to what liquid assets or assets that are convertible into cash you have, and the net will be a, maybe a surplus. May, if you have a surplus, maybe you don't need life insurance. If you don't, if you have a deficit, say you need million to pay for all of the obligations in your life, and you've got $300,000 of assets, maybe you need as much insurance as you can get your arms around to make sure as many of those needs are taken care of as possible. So I believe it's really important to explore the ways you can use life insurance as part of your personal financial safety net and overall plan. And I think it's best to do this working with a qualified professional. So you make sure you have an appropriate amount of coverage in place. Also, I'd encourage you to take 10 minutes and go to the Life Happens website. I'll include a reference to Life Happens in the show notes. And Life Happens is a nonprofit organization that provides information, tools, and stories about the value of life insurance and how it is a tool you can use to make your financial life better. So that's our episode for today. We're trying to talk about why you need life insurance, looking at your protection needs, the assets you have, and then coming up with an appropriate amount of life insurance to fund any needs you, basic needs that you have at the end of the day. So thank you so much, and we look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financial Verse Podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.